from colorful characters to colorful hair. On court performance aside, here's why the final four is worth watching. This is Sports Curious presented by last night's game. I'm your host, Amy Butch on Siegfried, and we're delighted to have you here today to talk about the March Madness Final Four. That's right, the men and the women are taking to the court for basically the last weekend of college basketball season. Now, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know we're not here to talk to you about stats and all of those things. We're here to give you the stories around the Final Four teams so you can enjoy the games and have a little something to share with your coworkers, your loved ones, or even those people at your watch party. So with that, let's dive right in. NCAA may have undervalued women's March Madness in the past, but the sponsors didn't. Companies like Adidas, Apple, and Target have bought up airtime during this year's women's tournament, selling out the ad inventory. This is the first year that the NCAA has guaranteed that the women's team will get the same perks as the men. Those include using the term March Madness for the women's tournament, they have equal tournament gifts, and the ladies will have access to a family room at their hotel so they can have a private place to visit with their families and not have to sit in the hotel lobby. The men's tournament has a massive eight-year TV deal with CBS and Turner worth about $8.8 billion. The Kaplan Report found that the women's tournament would likely fetch annual rights payments between $81 and $112 million. With sold-out commercial time and increased viewership numbers, you'd think this would be a no-brainer. But the women have never had a chance to try. Why? Well, Women's March Madness is part of a package with 28 other college championships like wrestling and gymnastics. ESPN currently pays $34 million a year for that championship package, which runs until 2024. UConn's Paige Beckers is probably the most recognized player in either of the tournaments, and she's coming home to her home state of Minnesota as Minneapolis is hosting the Final Four and the championship games for the women. Also in Minneapolis are defending champions Stanford, Louisville, and South Carolina. UConn is ranked number two, and they are the lowest seeded team to play in the Final Four, which is also the school's 14th straight appearance in the Final Four. There's so much talent on the floor, but one who stands out thanks to her always colorful hair is South Carolina's Aaliyah Boston. Boston has tried every color of the rainbow, including the rainbow, and she couldn't decide on what color to have in her hair this week, so she decided to let her hairstylist pick out her two recent colors. The men's Final Four comes down to four blue-blooded teams. Remember back when, when we told you to pick teams with the color blue as their primary uniform color? Apparently we were right. Who knew? Dominating the talk around the men's Final Four is Coach K, Coach Mike Krasetsky, Duke's 75-year-old head coach who was coaching in his last March Madness. If you like cheering for an underdog, Villanova and Kansas only have three national championship titles each. In contrast, Duke has five championships under its belt and North Carolina has six championships. Last year's champion Baylor lost earlier in the tournament to North Carolina. Now making it to this level of tournament is a big deal for teams, but in the case of South Carolina women's coach Don Staley, there was a $200,000 bonus on the line for making it to the final four. Salaries for women's head coaches have been on the uptick in college, with Staley earning $900,000 more a year than the former player and first-year head coach of the men's North Carolina team, Hubert Davis. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode. We hope you are well-versed to head into your March Madness weekend. 
How's that bracket doing, by the way? Mine are all pretty terrible, if I'm being honest. If you like the free content you receive every week, head on over to wherever you get your podcast and hit that subscribe button. Apple Podcast users, we would love it if you would also go online and leave us a review. It's the best thing you can do for your favorite podcast. With that, we'll see you here next week for another episode of Sports Curious. Stay safe, friends. Wash your hands. (laughs) 